Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Callender. Don't have a lot of time to get into everything I want, so we're going to concentrate on the baseball matchups. So, a lot's going on and to kind of get into, but uh, we're going to focus strictly on the baseball today. So, had two eliminations uh, with the games uh, uh, and the divisional round, so we'll get into that. First off, Red Sox-Astros in what was amounting to the least competitive uh, postseason game, well, postseason series, I should say, uh, in recent memory, if ever, just because of how lopsided some of the scores ended up being uh, uh, between the first three games. We had a competitive game, uh, just inexplicable certain decisions that were being made, though. Uh, So you have a game started by uh, Rick Porcello, where they bring in Chris Sale in relief as a desperation play when, I mean, to be honest, you got to bring in Sale. I, I, I mean, Sale has to start that game. You're not relying your season on Rick Porcello to keep you alive because you know what Rick Porcello is going to give you. I mean, Sale came out of the relief, pinched four and two-thirds in relief, gave up uh, the big bomb that was ultimately uh the decider uh on it uh but that you know i i i just don't get the thought process of bringing sale in to bail out porcello after three innings if sale was ready to go if sale was ready to go sales gotta go it's like you can't bring in sale to do the mad bum routine if you don't have someone that's at least comparable to do it and yes Porcello somehow lucked his way into a Cy Young last year. No one really bought Porcello as a top-tier starter this year. I mean, that's why his fantasy rankings were so low, uh, because everyone was expecting a massive regression out of uh, Porcello this year with his peripheral numbers. And you could argue that, yes, with Porcello being less rested, that the sinker's going to sink more. But, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, Porcel wasn't locating his pitches as well as he did last year. And it was a, a common problem. So I, I just didn't agree with that decision. And then to compound it was uh, John Farrell can't get run uh, in that spot. You're in an elimination game. Yes, you're trying to protect uh, Pedroia, who's your team leader. But again, Pedroia's got to be smarter, too. You can't be arguing bar- balls and strikes in an elimination game like that. Yeah, you can have some comments, but you can't be on the verge of getting yourself tossed. And then Farrow compounded it by uh, getting in between, and then also, uh, uh, using incendiary words, 
to get himself tossed. You know, there was a certain level of composure you actually had to maintain uh, in these types of matchups. And it, and it just kind of showed with the Red Sox team where they seem to be the ones playing with pressure when it really should have been the Astros uh, playing with pressure because the Astros were the team of the regular season. Boston, you know, should have been free and loose for this series, and they weren't. Uh, like, there was a lot of pressing going on uh, with the Red Sox, given how young that team is. So, I mean, you had, uh, you know, Mookie Betts, uh, you know, he put up some numbers, but wasn't quite the same player. Uh, I mean, Hanley uh, was, ended up being kind of the stud of the series for the Red Sox, uh, which isn't saying much. And De- Devers, uh, uh, not a rookie, uh, I mean, played well and and got, uh, uh, got the production, even though he was further down the lineup, but... You know, a lot of pressing. Bogerts, uh, Benatendi, uh, you know, just not not what you needed in that kind of series. I mean, yeah, it, it was against a team that I thought was better than them. But, you know, again, you know, Boston seemed to be the ones that had all the pressure on them. And Houston was the team that was playing free and loose, it seemed, uh, uh, throughout that series. And, uh, you know, even uh, with a bit of a subpar series uh for Correa and Mar and Gonzalez, you know, that lineup still can put up numbers and, you know, anyone can hurt you. I mean Bregman took uh sail deep. Uh but, you know again, my 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 overall issue is, you know, you may not be able to get a full six innings out of sale uh just because of how his uh overall stats were lining up uh uh, career-wise, in the months of September, and now him finally pitching in October, uh, and how he did in Game One. But Sales got to start that game just to kind of set the tone of how this game is going to go. I mean, bringing him in in middle, uh, middle, middle innings isn't going to get it done. I, I mean, Houston was up two-one uh, at that point. You know, they had the momentum. The crowd was already kind of antsy from. Uh, watching re, uh, replays of uh, the game. But, you know, I, I just didn't like the, the fact that uh, Sale wasn't starting that game uh, from the outset. And uh, you, you even had Verlander come out of relief because Houston sensed the moment and went after it. So, uh, you know, uh, interesting uh, is there interesting choices being made. But I, I had uh, issues with the Red Sox, uh, how they approached that game. Farrell's probably going to lose his job over this one. Uh, you know, not, not for the fact that, uh, he's not winning. It's just, you know, uh, uh, Fenway, uh, the Fenway group, uh, has their own ideas of where they should be. And, you know, now that it's a couple of years removed from 2013, yeah, I know 2013 no longer, <laughs> uh, no, no longer considered to be it being good enough. Apparently these days in sports of, uh, when you last won a title, but, uh, if Farrell's probably done, uh, in Boston, uh, which, you know, I look at it, I kind of say, well, when you kind of get yourself running a, a series elimination game, you kind of bring that on yourself. So moving on, we, we've got the, uh, Nationals and Cubs, you know, a couple of things about this really bugged me, uh, you had the uh, appearance finally of Max Scherzer for the Nationals. I mean, this guy they were resting up to make sure his hamstring was ready to go, uh, that he could carry the full load. 
dominant, uh, just a deal, and the, the Cubs really had no answer for Scherzer. And Dusty lifts him in the seventh inning. You know, the first sign of trouble, Dusty lifts him, and the Nationals' bullpen stinks. It, there's there's no getting around it. it Scherzer's got to finish that inning. It's like, you, you know, you waited an extra game to get this guy ready for you, and, you know, he's got to finish the game. It, it, it's, it's like it, either you win with him or you lose by him, but you can't let it go down to the bullpen. And, of course, the bullpen gives up the run to tie up the game, and then uh, you get uh, in a tight spot again uh, go uh, going in, and now, of course, you're uh, – uh, big, biggest gun is on, on the bench in the eighth and you give up the run because you bring in Oliver Perez. I mean, I literally texted people. It was like, you know, the name you want to hear when <laughs> your season's on the line is Oliver Perez coming out of the pen. Uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where everyone likes Dusty Baker. Uh, I mean, he's one of the most liked guys in baseball, but there comes a time when, you know, yes. Has Dusty stabilized the nationals? Absolutely. Uh, the Matt Williams experiment was abysmal, to say the least. But you can't be serious about some of these decisions that happen in the postseason, and it's a constant theme with Dusty. It, ma- it made no sense to pull Scherzer at that point. He was at 98 pitches. You waited an extra game to get this guy healthy enough to pitch for you. He's got to be able to uh, – you got to give him a chance to finish that inning. I mean – you got to give him a chance to finish the seventh. And then you can turn over to Kinsler and hope that Doolittle and Madsen can finish the game off for you. But when you switch, to, uh, switch it over to the rest of that bullpen, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just inviting the trouble to come to your doorstep. Uh, and, you know, the Cubs made them pay for it. I mean, the Cubs were relieved to, <laughs> to see Scherzer coming out of that game. I mean, it, it just goes without saying that. I mean... I, I think, you know, I mean, it's been a tight series so far, uh, so you 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 should be able to get uh, uh, if you're you're a Nationals uh, fan that you know you you're hoping that you, they can extend it to get it back home. Uh, I just kind of look at this and saying Jake Arrieta's in a contract year; he needs to have a, a defensive stamp. Uh, in the postseason to get the money he's looking for. And honestly, I think he's going to uh, uh, put, uh, put the hammer down. It's like, if you're going to get one really good start out of Arietta in the postseason, that he's looking to showcase teams to why he deserves uh, the money he's looking for as a starter in the all season, this is going to be the game. I mean, you got a deep lineup with the Nationals, but it's an elimination game. You know, Arietta's going to want to be putting some uh, pressure on him. So I... I I look at this and I kind of look and say, you know, Rourke is a solid pitcher, uh, but, you know, I, I just kind of look at it like Arietta has got something to prove, too, this uh, postseason. Uh, just because, uh, you know, wasn't too long ago, he was looked at as uh, one of the top five pitchers in the game just on the ridiculous stretch he was on. And now he's uh, been kind of the guy where everyone's looking at him saying, yeah, you know, he may be past his prime. Uh, you know, he is. Uh, he is in his early 30s. Uh, he's going to be 32 come March. Uh, you know, Arietta might, we might have seen the best of Arietta. And, you know, certain guys, you know, you just need to hear some bulletin board stuff 
uh, for something to click, and uh, uh, they 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 get uh, they get on that little stretch uh, run. So I, I kind of look at Arietta in that uh, same vein, where uh, I think he's going to have a massive performance uh, today uh, uh, for the Cubs. Uh, Yankees game, uh, you know, massive thumbs down for the Yankees. Massive thumbs down. I mean, uh, it, you know, it, you know, it's the, the lineup, everything. Massive thumbs down. Uh, Yankees uh, showed up. They bailed out Girardi completely uh, for his foibles. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, good offense all around. Uh, they took advantage of every miscue the Indians had. And the Indians definitely looked tight last night. There, there's no getting around it. Uh, uh, so, some of the errors that he had, uh, you know, you've, you've, get, you've got uh, uh, the injury to Encarnacion playing a role because... Uh, uh, Urshela, Urshela, or however you put, pronounce his name, I think it's Urshela, uh, uh, looks to second instead of just making an easy throw to first. You know, that little hesitation and Gardner busting it down the line w- was all the difference again getting ex- an extra run there. Uh, you know, another play I didn't like at all was uh, uh, Jay Bruce has got to cut that ball off uh, from Kipnis. Uh, once Kipnis... Uh, uh, caught the ball and kind of crowded it and tried to th- throw it to home. I mean, the Yankees uh, were just pouncing on that. I mean, even for someone as slow as Todd Frazier, you have to take a chance. Even if it's a, so- a shallow pop-up like that, Kipnis is not a natural outfielder. So he's got the Johnny Damon arm. you you got to go after uh, any opportunity you can there, and that's what happened. If Jay Bruce calls him off, which he, I mean, technically you're not supposed to do as a right fielder, it's a center fielder's ball, but in that circumstance where – it's a play where you can tag up and score. Bruce has got to cut that ball off. Even if he can't make a better throw than what Kipnis did, because Kipnis put it on the line. But, you know, it's just a mentality standpoint of Kip, Kipnis is not an outfielder. you got to test his arm. And it's like regardless of whoever is at third, you have to test Kipnis's arm. So, to me, that's why I didn't like it when I felt that Bruce had to cut it off because you at least have to put some fear uh into the opposing team as to okay you got another you got an actual outfielder throwing that could throw home and you you break it up that way but you know credit the Yankees got it done uh, Batantis though was that was the bad Batantis uh, I thought for you know if uh, Girardi left him in for another batter Batantis might actually send someone to the hospital because he was that erratic where you know you didn't. You didn't know where that ball was going. Uh, Patanzas didn't know where the ball was going. You got uh, pit, uh, you got batters and the umpire like making oh oh sh- oh crap noises. Uh, uh, they, 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 uh, I think the Fox may have censored out some of the boom mics, but you know, it, there, there's no question. I, I'm pretty sure Young Gomes saw his life flash before his eyes when that fastball like was literally inches uh, away from his head uh, because that I mean it just took off and it was like. Everyone knows that there's no intent, but whoo, when you throw that hard and there's no telling where the ball's gonna go, that that is not a that's not a warm and fuzzy feeling. So uh, uh, gonna be an interesting uh, game five uh, to be sure. You know, CC is gonna want the ball. You know, he he'll grind out a performance. I just look at him and say that uh, Corey Kluber is gonna bring it. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that Kluber's going to bring it uh, just from the standpoint of he didn't look good. 
from the outset. So uh, he is going to have something to prove as the reigning Cy Young Award winner and going to be a repeat performance. But uh, I look at it and saying Kluber's going to uh, bring it uh, on Game 5. So uh, it's, it's going to be a very up... Very much an uphill battle for the Yankees in Game 5. But the fact that they actually managed to take it to a Game 5 after what happened Friday night with Girardi, that's actually a testament to the team backing up their manager. Uh, you know, I, I, I will say that, you know, going forward, Girardi still probably uh, might not be the best voice for the Yankees. But at least from the outset, uh, his team actually backed him up and said, you know, we, we got you on this one. And, you know... Just uh, from the standpoint of, I didn't like the strike zone last night either for the Yankees. Uh, yeah, I, I thought they got a lot of uh, calls against them that probably would have broken the game out even earlier uh, than they uh, eventually ended up pulling away from the Indians. But, you know, you get the W, but it, sometimes you, you kind of scratch your head because uh, there were some strike calls that were high and inside, low and outside, up and in, up and outside. You know, it was all over the place. And... Even the Yankees get, uh, pitchers got some calls where you're just kind of looking at it as like, what is going on with the strike zone tonight? And uh, uh, sometimes you get those weird games. I, I think it was uh, uh, at the plate tonight with O'Hara. Uh, uh, not too familiar with his strike zone. Uh, uh, just with some of the uh, umpiring crew changes that they've made in the last two years. But it was a... Very interesting strike zone, to say the least, uh, out of the Yankees game. And uh, final game, uh, which I'm pretty sure most people did not see, uh, I watched her, it was the Dodgers-Diamondbacks. Uh, you know, Dodgers, very professional win. Uh, that's the way I, I have to kind of approach it. It's like, you know, I didn't see uh, much out of an actual bad thing that they did. It was very professional. They worked those at-bats, very patient at the plate, uh, you know, spoiled a lot of pitches. Granke uh, was trying to uh, put together some good pitches, but, you know, the Dodgers kept working them over. Uh, you know, Granke only made it five innings. He threw hundred uh, uh, over 100 pitches uh, easily. Uh, yeah, he had 105, but it was the five walks in the, you know, he just was trying to get out of some of these at bats, and uh, you know, it just uh, it just warmed down. I mean, uh, Bellinger got him in the fifth. Uh, then uh, Greg tried to come back out for the sixth. He gave up uh, another dinger, and and that was that. But you know, it was just the accumulation of pitches, in my opinion, is what got to Greinke in the end, uh, because you know the Dodgers just did not give him any easy at bats. Uh, you know, they, uh, brought back, uh, uh, Chase Utley, uh, to the lineup, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, this was first, uh, appearance for Utley, but worked two great walks, uh, uh, against Granky. Again, it was just for kind of running up the pitch count because, uh, they just, uh, that, that was, that was, a uh, 98 Yankee style where you just kind of run up, uh, run up pitch counts and just like kind of get into the other team's bullpen and then just salt away the victory is best way I can describe it. Uh, you know, uh, Diamondbacks, uh, offensively, 
just ran in some tro uh, trouble. I mean, you uh, Darvish was good, but uh, you know, then you bring in uh, arms like Singrani and Moro. Uh, um, Maeda still looking good out of the pen, and then uh, you know that made it easy to bring out uh, uh, Jansen, and that that was that. I mean, uh, you know. Overall, I, I thought Arizona had a good a look in the series. Uh, you know, I thought they were going to take game two, but uh, Robbie Ray just uh, looked like he ran out of gas a bit there in, in game two. And then uh, tonight, uh, you know, just Dodgers were just very professional about how to handle it. it you know, uh, just worked the counts and just made, made life difficult for Arizona's uh, pitching staff. And that's... That ultimately was what sealed it, you know. Uh, they got the three runs, and that was it. So, hey, you get, you've got to now see how uh, the rest of the division's uh, uh, divisional rounds play out. Uh, you know, interesting matchups uh, 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 potentially uh, with the Dodgers and Astros advancing. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I just think it also shows sometimes – you overthink it. It's like, you know, Dodgers, even without Kershaw pitching well, have looked to be the most, uh, it's a, it's been on the easier side of things where the lineup, no, no really wasted at bats that you're seeing out of the Dodgers, uh, thus far. The series, uh, they got down in game two, just kind of, uh, still rolled through, uh, you know, I still kind of look at it and say most likely it'll be the Cubs just because, you know, it's been easier for the Cubs to kind of manage stuff. Even when they were getting dominated by uh, Scherzer, uh, you know, as soon as Scherzer went out of the ballgame, they kind of reset and got, and got back uh, exactly what they needed to get the job done. So uh, I'm curious to see how uh, Washington responds today. Uh, not not a lot of turnaround, so they, they, they got to get ready. So. Uh, that's all I've got now, but, uh, you know, we'll see how the games go and, uh, hopefully you get to enjoy them tonight. Take care. talked about position in all of sports the quarterback and now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field celebrity qb featuring four-time super bowl champion coach charlie weiss unlike other football shows you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks like is this the year tom brady finally looks his age will dating danica patrick distract aaron Rodgers? i mean he's dating danica patrick charlie we're interested in that you know well i mean tommy's got giselle i'll, I'll take giselle okay <laughs> is dak prescott good enough to win a super bowl for the cowboys which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018 how about intellectually charlie as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now the game has changed but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position.
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.